0: Hello and welcome to today's Almost a Daily Devotional. We are going to look at 2 Kings chapter 4. This is the story of Elisha. Now, Elisha was the um, student, the apprentice uh, prophet to Elijah. So this is following up on Elijah's story. And Elisha um, mimics much of what Elijah did as a prophet. And so we can sort of think of them as one long story arc. This is chapter 4. When Elisha returned to Gilgal, there was a famine in the land. A group of prophets was sitting before him. He said to his servant, Put on the big pot and cook some stew for the prophets. So one of them went out to the field to gather plants. He found a wild vine and gathered wild gourds from it, filling his garment. He came and cut them up into a pot of stew, but no one knew where they were. The stew was served to the men, but as they started to eat it, they cried out and said, There is death in that pot, man of God. They couldn't eat it. Elisha said, get some flour. He threw it into the pot and said, serve the people so they can eat. At that point, there was nothing bad left in the pot. Now, I don't know how many cooking disasters you've had in your life, but I've found that throwing flour in a pot often fixes it. (laughs) It's like the go-to solution, right? Or you add sugar or vinegar. It depends on what's wrong with it. But generally, if you you know, there's some simple fixes you can do to make your food taste a little better, right? But I don't think Elijah here was worried about how good his food tastes. I don't think he was trying to make the stew taste good, and I don't think it was a metaphor that the men, the men who ate the pot, were like, um, "There's death in this pot," which meaning this tastes like death, or this is disgusting or awful, right? And all Elijah did was throw a little flour in the pot. And I don't think that the flour in the pot eliminated the poison that was in the stew. So what is actually happening here? This is an act of God. It's an act of demonstrating a trust in the prophet, a trust in the leader who was called to them to speak to them. It was, it's an act of trust in the community um, that they can trust the words of Elisha when Elisha says, this is safe. They knew Elisha, they had a relationship with him. And they were trying to protect him by telling him there was death in the pot, right? And so you see here a two-way communication that the people from the the people who were there to hear Elisha were cared for him and took care and and wanted what was best for him, but Elisha similarly wanted what was best for the people who were there to be a part of that group. And I think in any kind of a relationship where there's an authority figure or an expert or somebody who um, you look up to and respect, so a parent or a friend or um, a boss at work or a doctor or whomever, we have to put a certain amount of trust into that person. And we're our cynical brain, our brain that wants to pick everything apart, thinks, often thinks it knows best. It has a hard time with the idea of trusting someone else. And we want to pick things apart. But at some point, we have to put our trust in another person. And I think when we find people we can trust and voices we can listen to, where we can say, Elisha's not going to kill us, then we have it relieves us of so much anxiety and so much worry and so much of what weighs us down. And so I invite you to consider who are the voices that you can trust? Who are the voices that you can listen to and you can say that if they say to you, there's no death in this pot, you can trust them and seek them out and accept guidance. God bless.